Oh my God! Oh, are you? Say, can you see? Fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? He's kidding. Hold on, let me get these uh, headphones on. <laughs> we can go through this. Oh, I gotta turn it down. Let me get this. Let me get these cans on. I'm sitting in here like a fucking 1970s Italian grandfather. A man will pay you to go in there and pay you five dollars to sing into his can. Remember how I had all those problems last week? Mm-hmm. Well, like this week had its own different set of unusual problems. None of them mechanical. Right. More of them like, you know. Life. Yeah, just life. Nothing to complain about, but there were a, oh, a lot. Uh, there were digestive problems. I Apparently. had some gas. Clearly. Oh, let's hope Toby has a clean palate right now. Toby is ready for you. He is. Toby, we'll see you now. <laughs> Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. I'm Mark Davis, and I'm here with Seth. How are you, Seth? I'm doing very good. I'm dodging public ridicule. Pud- public <laughs> public ridicule yes. on a day-to-day basis, and I'm feeling good right now now that I'm over here at Castle Mark Skull. Yes. I, I always referred to it when I recorded here as Dick Castle. That's right. It is. I it forgot is. all about that. It is. It the, is okay. It I mean, is is it the Dick Castle or Dick Castle? It was just Dick Castle. Okay, it was at a time fine. where a lot of people were naming their homes for home shows. Yes. And though I didn't have many, I had Cassio Tone for the Painfully Alone play here. And I was recording bands here, and so I I wanted to uh, have some kind of name to give this place as an entity for recording and stuff. That's right. And so Dick Castle it was because Lee put together a um, fake art installation in my kitchen, Mm -hmm. of all things penis, for his, um, I believe it was like a college thing that he was doing for his school. And, uh, And yeah. So welcome to Dick Castle. I remember I did now that you refresh my memory, I do remember that. And I also remember actually running the sound for that Casio tone for the painfully there alone you show. Go. It was really, really good. I was not it was amazing. Was not a fan of him, didn't know anything about him, and by the time I left I was a huge fan. Yeah, still very, working under advanced bass, which is also very good. Oh yeah. Um but yeah, very, very he, nice uh, guy. He was interviewed by some people here at the end as I was breaking down. I was very disappointed in the interview. So I decided to interject with my own questions. Perfect. And, uh, yeah, that's got, a very Seth move. I got some very weird looks. This Do you guy, mind if I ask him some questions? I did. I did. I kind of looked at him and I said, uh, "He was, you know, he's very, very, uh, a very quiet, shy guy oh, yeah. from San Francisco." And I asked him. I said, even though that the that the uh, that the possibilities are narrow and slim, I said, if you were asked to do and this was around the time that we were still there if you were asked to do a uso show in iraq for the troops would you do it and what did he say <laughs> the whole room just looked at me funny <laughs> and he took about 10 seconds to answer and he went no <laughs> and i was like he's go. like oh, i'm not really you know into war or anything i said i know but what if there was like a, a very depressing set i know all these people are sitting there like you know want to see some fucking beautiful ACDC people ba- or, yeah, <laughs> sitting around singing some happy songs or some songs about fucking or something yeah maybe butterfly 
<laughs> black eyed peas or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. No. And then all of a sudden, this. I said, what, what if the USO came to you and said that there was a small portion, you know, a small little subset of the military that's really into Casio tone for pain, painfully alone? Would you do it? And he was like, No. <laughs> <laughs> Such a despondent no. Oh, yeah. But we're not here today to talk about, about Owen Ashworth. I'm here to reminisce over what happened and oh. why we're here now. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, reminisce so over you. So this it's happened again. It has happened again. It's happened again. I went to go edit the podcast a couple nights ago, and much to my chagrin, and much to Seth's chagrin, we had an audio issue with the, with the episode uh, I had to trash the whole thing. We have recorded this once before, and here we are again to talk about. You described them as burps and artifacts. Yeah, that's they were, right. But we are here to talk about Toby as Keith. good as I once was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as we walk all over each other. Right, yeah. Toby, as good as I once was. As good as I once was by Toby Keith, which uh, from what we did the last time, found out that it, we, it, was, a, it was a different lyrics to go in that... I really, really enjoyed talking about it because I really like the song, and I don't think that the lyrics are that terrible. They are goofy as shit, but uh, and and we'll we'll be delving into that quite a bit. I think this time a little yeah. bit more because the last one it, it's kind of a good thing that we're doing this because the last time I j- all I did was just sit here and praise the goddamn song, and it, we're supposed to be trashing these damn things well, for bad lyrics. I think it's going to be very much like when we eventually do our episode with Patrick. For Walk on the Ocean. Mm-hmm. I love that song and I love the lyrics to that song. You do. And I feel like it's going to be a very interesting where uh, everyone else is just going ham on it. And I'm sitting there going, but but guys. And it's going to be hard for me because I'm going to try and trash them with you. Right. But it will be hard. I do understand. This one, I think we can both agree, has some questionable lyrics at it's best. It's got some stupid shit in it. Yeah, it's got some It's got some weird stuff. I just love it. But I am, I'm just warning you ahead of time, I am going to go full honey-baked ham. <laughs> on uh, on walk on the ocean when we get yeah, to it. and that's fine. Uh, this song and his 2003 single "Beer for My Horses," for which my is horses. a sentence I can't even say without laughing. Okay, um, are his uh, both his longest running number one hits, having spent six weeks at number one each. Uh, this was released on his album Honky Tonk University. That's right, which is probably referred to as Honky Tonk U by his fans. <laughs> uh, it was the song was written by by him and Scotty Emmerich. Um, Which is right down the street from White Trash Trade School. It sounds about right, yeah. Uh, This song was named BMI's Song of the Year for 2006. That does not surprise me at all. One of Toby Keith's most successful songs. Um, It does have a music video that um, does... We've talked about music videos that have nothing to do, like, by the way, that has nothing to do with the song. Yes. The music video for this is very much a just line for line reenactment that, that's of exactly what's going on in the song, it is. which it is, is what you expect. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but it does reveal a couple things about the, about the lyrics that are pretty interesting, yeah. I think. Uh, this song debuted at number 37 on the U.S. Billboard Hot Country Singles and Tracks. Debuted at and then eventually made it to... Number one for how many weeks? Was it like, was it four or something like that? Um, yeah, or six. Six, yeah. I think. Still, that's pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the title of the song is a phrase that Toby Keith grew up with. According to his good friend and songwriting partner, Scotty Emmerich, it was a phrase that was coined by Burt Reynolds on a TV show, and Toby's dad used it often. Um, <laughs> I, I wonder what that TV show with Burt Reynolds in it is. 
Yeah. I do. Um, I like Burt Reynolds. Go ahead. This is a quote from Toby Keith, I believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, Burt Reynolds came and he sat down and said, you know, I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. Mm. That was on a rerun of a show from the 80s or something. I think that saying has been around a little bit, which is cool because we had never heard of it as a country song. But I had never heard of it that way, so that was Toby's idea, which is like a... A lot of his song titles are based on euphemisms that you would have heard in the 70s and 80s. 80s. Adiums. Adiums. I should have been a cowboy. Steakums. Yeah, Steakums. Um, Keith said this is his, probably his favorite song on the album, so no one send this episode to him. Oh, look, it does say Honky Tonk You. He does refer to his Honky Tonk You. Honky Tonk You. Um, honky Tonk Me, Honky Tonk Us. Yeah, and he says that it's a, a line that his dad said. There was somewhere I remember seeing where it seemed like there was a little bit of uh, back and forth where Scotty Emmerich was saying that he heard it from Burt Reynolds mm-hmm. and Toby Keith heard it from his dad and... They were kind of in a disagreement as to which came first. I have no doubt that Burt Reynolds said it. Oh, yeah. This is absolutely a Burt Reynolds line for sure. Um, Well, uh, there's really not much else to say, I don't think. We should probably just get right into the I mean, we could talk about how he's a big 60-year-old, beautiful Oklahoman. We could talk about all the other uh, silly, you know, throwback country country tropes that he puts into songs that are, in, in my opinion, slightly hillbilly charming. Um, but really what we're here for is to talk about the lyrics to as I good, as good as I once was, Yeah, which we should just go ahead and do, especially with this first lie or this first verse. She said, I've seen you in here before. I said, I've been here a time or two. She said, hello, my name is Bobby Joe. Meet my twin sister, Betty Lou. Not, not my twin sister. Renee. Nope. Not my twin sister, uh, Lori. Nope. Nope. My twin sister. Betty Lou. Betty Lou, the most stereotypical country. Right next to Bobby Joe. Right next to. I mean, definitely. Bobby McGee. This is the one thing I'll say. I mean, there are some people who I'm sure are turned off. Some country musicians who are turned off at all the country stereotypes. And then there's the pandering um, uh, to borrow Bo Burnham's. um, Oh, it's. Terminology. That, God, I'm so glad you brought it up. That song is fucking genius. It is spot on, and it is very much like this it's this kind truth. of song. Yeah. Uh, though this song is just as much for the middle aged man, I suppose, as, as it is for for your stereotypical the country, pe- country moron. Yeah, but yeah. it's it's a little bit of both. And we're both feeling kind of wild tonight. You're the only cowboy in this place, <laughs> and if you're up for a rodeo. I'll put a big Texas smile on your face. I said girls. <laughs> so, I mean, right off the rip here, I remember, and we talked about this earlier, but yeah. I'm going to bring it back no, up. No, that's fine. I remember being young and having a poster of the Barbie twins. Yes. That I had on my ceiling because for whatever reason back then that seems like a cool idea. Yeah. And it, when I started getting a little older and then realizing these are two women that are related that are touching each other, mm-hmm. I was immediately like, what the hell's going on? I think it just plays into your stereotypical Western male. Uh, and I'm, not, I'm by Western, I, I mean Western, you know, from Western Europe on over to California. Western That's male. A big Western. Yeah, that is a big Western. But I mean, everybody within that demographic, every male in that demographic's desire to hook up with twins. I really I don't really, understand it. You don't understand Two it. Two women I understand. Yeah. Um 
Because I mean, I'm sure I'm not anybody defending with it. anybody with even the least bit of hedonism in their body. But we saw it time and time again, like displayed in music in in movies. Uh, you know, Austin Powers. You had him dancing when the twin twins twins. You know, fook me oh, and fook for you. Sure. You know, and he squeaks off the off of his glasses and he's mm-hmm. excited about twins. The double mint twins. I'm sure that there are <laughs> hordes of American teenagers that whacked one out. To, I don't know that women the, care about having sex with twin men though. No. I I doubt it. I mean, and I I mean, I could see women being interested in being with more than one guy. Yeah, but twin guys. I don't know what the twin thing is. I I, I guess it's supposed to be this like double. You know, like uh, I'm seeing double. I'm getting like two. Like I can, like I said, I can understand wanting to be with more than one woman. Fine. Yes. <laughs> We'd be here a long time, Mark, diving into the into the psyche of the American lyricist as but far the, as what the they desire. But the fact that it has to be twin women yeah. and twin women that are feeling—that's beyond feeling wild. That's it, feeling it can, incestuous. Th- yes, it is. Because it's, I mean, unless one of them is like down by his feet, the other one's down by his face. <laughs> you're even, just seeing your sister get off just seems like a weird thing. I think if you ask the average woman, like, do you want to see your sister come? He'll be like, no, thanks. It's two great drops in a row. I mean, (laughs) seeing your sister get off. Do you want to see your sister come? No, I don't want to. I am all set. No, I, you know, do I want to see my sister fuck some dude's face? Um, No, I'm all set. I mean, and I mean, God love a Siamese twin that has to like be around for that. But, um, you know. I, God bless the child. That has something. That is something that has come up in conversation with my brothers. It is good if you have if you have sex with a Siamese, you know, twin. Is it technically a three way? I mean, I would. That is, it's probably an offensive conversation to have for anybody who's a Siamese <laughs> twin. But but I don't see how you can really ignore it. But it's I'm sure true. there's I'm sure uh, there are some famous Siamese twins that I'm sure would yeah. uh, or conjoined twins. I don't even know if Sy- I'm sure Siamese twin is an ultra offensive. It, yes, it is conjoined saying. twin. But there there actually is. I did look this up after this conversation took place with my brothers and found out that there were two. I believe that they were either uh, Thai or Philippine uh, twin brothers that married or conjoined that married uh, Amer- two sisters in the American South. And their relationship. Were their names Bobby Joe? And Betty Lou. <laughs> Funny you mention. But they actually did produce quite a few children with both. And mm. interesting. unfortunately, they're not alive now to ask whether or not, you know, it's technically one of those sisters if it's a three-way or not. You know? We'll have to do a little research. Maybe. I ain't as good as I once was. I'm as good as once. I got a few years on me now. Oh, that's right. That's right. But there was a time back in my prime when I could really lay it down. And he means... And Laying down it, what? He means pipe. Pipe. He's talking about he his, means laying his down penis. That pipe. His wiener. His wiener. And if you need some love tonight, that I might have just enough. And by love, he means sex. Mm-hmm. Yes. I ain't as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. We do have to point out that this is also the point in the in the video. You have such a coke nail. I took a picture of your coke nail. Did you really? <laughs> At one point, I don't know why you got that. It's perfect for a bump. Do you want to know what that is? What for? is it? That, what that is technically for? That is a long, drawn out, overdone attempt at spiting my wife. I so, just let it. She hates it. So you can't put the one in the stink. And I'm. <laughs> 
<laughs> cut her up. <laughs> That's terrible, Mark. I'm sorry. That's terrible. No, I can't. I cannot. <laughs> Let's just get that out of the way. No, it's it's just no because she hates looking at it. And I told her, and and I just looked at her, and I was like, well, fine, I'm gonna let it grow. And guess what? This is why the divorce rate has quadrupled. <laughs> it's tripled. It's long fingernails. That's what it is. Um, so let's talk a little bit about this. Yeah. Um, first of all, let's talk about my complete hatred of the line. I'm as good once as I ever was, which is such a clunky. I understand what he's trying to do with a play on words here. Yes. But it. I don't consider myself a dumb man. I don't consider myself brilliant by any stretch of the imagination. You don't have to be smart to get to get this line. This he is playing to the audience with this line. I think that this is probably the line that put this thing at number one for six weeks. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I mean, and but it's such a messy line because it's trying to make a play on words. Um, and I can't think of any example. I should have looked some up, and I meant to. But they just it, you're saying, like, but like it's kind of like muddles. I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal oh, lobotomy. Yeah. Now that's clever. You think it is? I, I do. I think this is more clever than that. I'm as good once as I ever was. I'm not as good like, as I was. You see, you see some people put a bunch of commas in there okay. to make it so it like kind of makes sense. Okay. <laughs> but it's just, it's so clunky just so you can like have like, and this was a very popular thing in old country music. Like, I miss my wife, but my aim is getting better. Yes. And things like that where um, it's like clever turns on phrases. Right. And this is like one that oh, probably got. a big got, part of country music. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it, it's less so now. Yeah. But it was a huge one, and it's like he's trying to, trying so hard to do it that he's like piecing together this sentence that like you have to sit there and really be like, I'm as good once, once, <laughs> one time I'm as good as I ever was. God damn it! This is a country song that requires thought. <laughs> what yeah. are you doing, Toby Keith? Well, I mean, I, I it requires thought, and it almost like it 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 almost doesn't make enough sense. It, but it just makes enough sense. With with the song around it for you to be able to piece together. And maybe I'm just a complete idiot. I think that it makes just enough sense to work its way through the Budweiser-soaked ears of the people that are listening to it in Honky Tonk. I mean, I think they don't care. Just I think enough. a lot of them is just like, I just, I get it. I a get what you're them. trying to say. It's like when you're trying to explain yourself and someone's like, no, stop. Were you about to it. call them those people? No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you people. Uh, and if you need some love tonight, yeah, as you said, we're definitely not talking about love. No. Uh, I also want to talk about how if he's how he's got just enough. In the music video that we talked about earlier, he holds he, up. This is where he, he holds up a little pill. I'm sure representing Cialis Viagra, one of the other ED pills that are out there. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like, he's talking about how he, he has enough in him, but he doesn't. No. <laughs> the music video says yeah. this guy doesn't have enough. There to- are conflicting messages here. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to he's gotta have the enhancement, the herbal, or I mean the uh, pharmacological, pharmalo- there's one for you, pharmacological uh, enhancement for you know otherwise he would not be able to lay it down like he once did yeah i would also say that for a lot of people especially twins being able to do it once (laughs) as he ever did is probably going to be enough especially for twins i'm kind of impressed that he has enough in him after sitting at a bar being the only cowboy there right um the only cowboy to lay it down you know when you hear about people talk about i've heard people discuss three ways and the problems with them and they say well you wind up seeing one group one 
set of the three, mm-hmm. you know, uh, being more amorous in that situation. And you could see where those problems would arise. But would they arise with twins? Mm. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Well, I guess it depends I mean, on if you care about the fact that they're related. Because they be identical about twins? It constantly. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I still hang right. out with my best friend Dave. <laughs> Mark having extreme problems with this. With this uh, that first this, verse. That first is, verse is the worst one. Is clearly the biggest. Um, and this is where I just got happy about the song. You know, when we first recorded this. This is where I just felt good about it from this point on out. But we're going to take a different approach here. Yeah. yeah. Um, I still hang out with my best friend, Dave. I've known him since we were kids at school. Yes. Last night, he had a few shots, got in a tight spot, hustling a game of pool. Yes. Uh, known him since we were kids at school. Uh, a common... A common thing that happens in Middle America and Oklahoma. I'm glad they weren't around. kids somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. Not here. Um, yeah, he had a few shots, got in a tight spot, hustling a game of pool. Do you think he was the hustler? I think Dave was probably the dickhead. Yes, Dave was the one that 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 took advantage of uh, of you know the doing a little color of money action. Yeah, he was the the Paul Newman. I don't want to look at Dave as being like the Paul Newman. Nobody can be Paul Newman. Do you think he's the uh, Wesley Snipes on on White Men Can't Jump? <laughs> the loud. You think Dave was the loudmouth? There's no doubt about that. Yo, that's absolutely yeah, yeah, true. Absolutely no doubt. With a couple of redneck boys, one great big bad biker man. I heard David yell across the room, "Hey, buddy, how about a helping hand?" See. In the logical world, Dave is not my friend. No. Dave is... I don't have anything to do... There was a time, back in my prime, where I had shithead <laughs> friends that I used to back up. But at the t- by the time Toby wrote this song, man, you're not, you're not defending you the wrote assholes that, shit that you grew... Yeah, you, those assholes that caused you all your problems... In when you're 19 and early 20s, you're you're you've left them, man. And I and I walk a fine line here between um, wanting to get him out of trouble um, with like without fighting, yeah, and worrying about him, yeah. Um, if I knew someone like this, I think it's kind of like how I've forgotten that people smoke because I have so many friends that don't smoke. That I've like surrounded myself specifically with people that don't, don't smoke. Yeah, yes. That when I'm around people that do smoke, I'm like thrown off. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I'm, I'm I agree, shocked. Yeah. I'm like, oh. And I think that if I was with a friend and they were like, how about a helping hand? I'd be like, Dave. And I'd be like, bye. Yeah. I, I would probably be like, all right, let's let cooler heads prevail here. Mm-hmm. What's going Try and on? Bugs Bunny your way out of the situation. Yeah, what's like happened that. here? And wear they'd a be sexy like, dress and walk by or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I mean, I guess part of it has to do with what's going on in the situation here. Yeah. If Dave is, if Dave was just pretending like he was bad, and then going triple for nothing and winning, right? I'd probably go to the guys like, look, who in this age hustles? <laughs> who in this age falls for? As soon as someone said triple or nothing or whatever i'd be like i know enough to be like no (laughs) like you know what i mean the one thing i do have to say though is that you're sitting here talking about trying to rationalize with a couple of redneck boys and a big bad biker dude yeah and i mean we've all you and i are from southwest florida where we know there are a lot of redneck boys and there are a lot of biker dudes around 
that I would not say are big and bad. I say that most guys riding Harley Davidsons now these days are completely innocuous. Most of them are accountants and dentists. Yeah. But I have worked in places with guys that wore vests. That I would had probably just pay them, them off. I guess I I, I, I would just say, hey guys. And if they started it. beating them up, I'd be like, eh, I'd call the police or something. I don't know, but yeah. uh, we we'll see what uh, old Toby does. Isn't it important to be? Isn't it beautiful to be part of civilized society now in your old age? Tell me about it. Really? I wonder if this is the same bar. I ain't, I ain't as good as, as good I once as I was. was. My, how the years have flown. But there was a time, back in my prime, when I could really hold my own. But if you want to fight tonight, guess those boys don't look all that tough. I ain't as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever I'm going to refine what I said the first time about how happy I was about this. this th- these lyrics now, I'm approaching them from a whole different way. I'm listening to an old man complain about how his shit don't work anymore when it comes to not just his dick, but, you know, his his arms, his swing, his bob and weave, his duck and move, you know, mm-hmm. and it's kind of sad. God damn, it's kind of sad, Mark. Yeah. Fly like a lint roll. <laughs> <laughs> Sting like a shit. Sting like a. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you want to fight tonight, I guess they the boys don't look... Well, we know they look all that tough. Yeah. They are all that tough. I mean, I don't know about the redneck boys, but one big bad biker man, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. I mm. like my teeth in my mouth. I don't want to get beat up. And again, the music video is giving us a nice look into him getting the shit the beat shit out of beat him. out of him yeah he walks out of this with bruises and shit and i don't understand why that's worth it because your friend is a dipshit yeah this reminds me a lot of the train song which one the one that we did uh drops, um, of, jupiter. drops of jupiter really your best friend always sticking up for you even oh, when i know you're right. wrong <laughs> and that mentality that fraternal mindset has always bothered me. i'm done with that and in again my life. well exactly and yeah. this is going back to what we were saying earlier like maybe there was a time when you were younger that you had friends that were like that or brothers that were like I that i was just maybe. about to say this mark i was really just going to say this is that if he had put maybe just something different not dave a guy he knew from when he was little at school but maybe said his brothers because yeah. I have been dragged into fights with my brothers. Yeah. I've had that happen. I've seen that happen. I've looked at one of my brothers and go, if you don't get over here right now and start swinging when this is all over, I'm going to fuck you up. I've seen that happen. So if he is so, as good as he once was, he was never very good because he gets the shit clobbered out in, of him. In the video, yeah. I mean, I also like that he refers to him as David. <laughs> does he really? He says, I heard David yell across the room. Oh, that's right. Hey, buddy, how about a helping hand? Suddenly he's a biblical David. Imagine you're sitting there drinking and like, maybe this is the same night that Bobby Joe and Betty Lou were going to come up to him. Yeah, and it all got ruined. And it's like, oh, thanks, well, Dave. Yeah, thanks for cock blocking me. Yeah. Um, I used to be hell on wheels back when I was a younger man. Now my body says, you can't do this, boy. But my pride says, oh, yes, you can. Oh, I actually like that shit. So, yeah, I mean, I it's it's cheesy. And again, I think we all understand that man or woman, um, you know, that I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine today 
about wanting to do stuff that your body doesn't let you do. Mm-hmm. And especially when you feel like it's something that's like your calling, um, you know, that you're this is what I was put on earth for. Like if I was like able to play music, a boxer or <clears throat> oh, a, absolutely. Or a, or a well, baseball have player, you ever an seen, athlete of any kind. Have you ever seen The Wrestler? Oh, exactly, man. Perfect. I mean, that yes. is a perfect example. And if you've never seen it, it's a Darren Aronofsky movie. Oh, and it's just starring Mickey it's Rourke. It's the last good thing Mickey Rourke ever did. It's amazing. It's, it is it's absolutely amazing. Um, but yeah, it is very much like a coming up to the point of not being able to do stuff that you want to do. And I mean, it's definitely a relatable thing. It's just it's this is all schlock. It's all like, man, I can't fuck identical twins. <laughs> we'll sit these one. <laughs> I can't fuck identical twins and help my friend who's getting beat up because he's a hustler. It's like because I'm old now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because, like, well, yeah. you know, uh, you know, if your body, if your pride says you can't do it, then, you know, in the words of Marcellus Wallace. Fuck, fuck pride. Fuck pride. <laughs> what were fuck you going to say? Fuck no, I was going to say fuck pride. I do remember what it just took me a second to get to it. <laughs> okay. Fuck pride. Yeah. Just remember that when you're chilling on a beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. Movie. Um so yeah. Uh then... I mean it's it's gotten it's it's this second time around, man. If it weren't for that just that one little line, this would be some sad ass shit, man. Yeah. Just some sad ass shit. My my body's falling the fuck apart. And these are the two examples, these are the only two examples he gives is the fact that he can't fuck uh two women at the same time that are related. Yes. Um but he says he can with the help of a pill. And that he uh, can't fight like he used to, uh, and he got beat up when they were outnumbered by people larger than him. Yeah, and he says that he he can still do it, but his body says and the, no, the body you can't. says no, you can't. And the video says no, he can't. He you know <laughs> right. if you if you patch it, if his you body it is saying you can't do it. His pride should have said you can't. Yeah, he should have listened to his body. I ain't as good as I once was. That's just the cold hard truth. I still throw a few back, talk a little smack, smack. when I'm feeling bulletproof. That's a that is a. I, Seth, I, I, take 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 the floor. Yeah, I, I just have to say, man, that that's just a. When I hear smack, when I hear somebody say he's talking smack, that is that is just what I. That is the word that I relate to the most filthy white trash that ever walked out of the <laughs> southeastern United States. He's talking smack. Oh, he, it just it sounds bad. He, he ain't as white trash as he once was. No, and then it all but came roaring back because he's talking he's, smack. He's as once white trash as he ever was. Absolutely. Whatever. I've always heard it with rap music. I've always heard it as an inner city thing. I heard it as some girl named Tammy sitting outside of a trailer screaming, "He's talking smack about me," or "She's talking smack." I'm gonna whip her ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So don't double dog dare me now. Because I'd have to call your bluff. I ain't as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. May not be good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. It hit a little different this time. Did it? It did. It did. This is interesting that we had a trial run. Yeah, it hit a little. It hit a little more sad. This time it it did. You know, you get different different uh, attitudes and different views from diff- maybe it's the different room in the Dick Castle. I'm not sure. This is uh, this is um, this is toxic masculinity um, pinned open on a uh, on an operating room table, showing you that it's dumb, 
It is and, dumb. And uh, and that, um, you know, that this whole ending here, the uh, I'm not as good as I once was, but I'll still, you know, when I'm fi- still feeling bulletproof and I'm drinking. Yeah. If you double dog mar- dare me, I'm still going to do it. And yeah. it's like not learning your lesson. It's You're just probably like, going to feel more pitiful, you know, in another 10 minutes than you ever did for the last couple of weeks. Right. When yeah. this is all over. Yeah. I still love Toby Keith. Good. I, I am going to say that. Look, and, you know, uh, we talked a little bit about it and I don't want to I don't want to go into huge detail here. But yeah. Yeah. We talked a little bit about in um, the uh, save, save, a, save a cow, ride a horse boy <laughs> in that episode. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about the what kind of music do you like? Everything except for rap and country. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I heard that this week, man. I yeah, I that, still yeah. hear it all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I think I didn't we see someone post about that on I Facebook? Did. And yeah, you I put a hashtag it. on it. We'd be tagging fools. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and. Uh, you know, I was a person that used to say this stuff, even though I listened to country music and rap music. Absolutely. But it was just the answer that you gave because it should be the popular answer or whatever. Yeah. Which, first of all, I hate when people say they listen to everything when I'm like, right. what's your favorite Grindcore album? Exactly. You Never know? heard a Napalm Death. Never heard a Carcass. Yeah, it's you like know. you don't listen. To, I don't listen to everything. Yeah, I don't either. And I've... I listen to a lot of stuff, but I yeah. don't listen to everything. Mm-hmm. And you can guarantee you'd put on opera and most of these people would just be like fucking uh-huh. yeah, exactly. with a spoon. Have no idea. This is, you know, I'm I'm glad to have to listen to some stuff that is fun country stuff that the lyrics may be stupid or weird and talking about having sex with twins or whatever, but doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. And I like hearing the country stuff where it's super serious. This music needs to exist. It does. It does. It might be stupid. It might be silly. I listen to what people can, can, can even, it's so funny because people that I know that are not into music, but consider themselves country fans make fun of me because I listen to what is described as bro country or what you hear on 101.9 or Gator Country or, you know, where whatever the, the your local pop country station is. I don't have anything against pop country because it's just shit that I can put on in the background and it's not going to offend right. my clientele or anybody else that walks in. It's just not. They're just going to go, oh, I've heard that song before. And then it's 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 completely in the past. Whereas when you're younger, you care so much more about right. that, that the town, the sounds and, and, and the words of what you're listening to. And I'm, maybe I'm being Toby Keith here. I ain't got time to worry about it anymore. You know, I just don't. Yeah. So you're so, not as picky as you once was, I'm, but you're as once picky as you ever was. And or whatever I will the fuck. use my giant Coke nail to pick something good. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think that does it for this song. Huh? That wraps up to- the- Toby this time. I think it's time. Yes, it is time. I think it's time. It is. Um, we're going to do um, a Harry Nielsen <sighs> classic. And this is less, this is All maybe right. a little bit of a, um, this, this is a little bit of a, the lyrics, what the lyrics are, but it has more to do with the story. This uh, is kind of like heart. We're going to, we're going is. to unveil the true meaning of this, the, the Pina Colada song. Yeah. Harry Nilsson is very important. He is. He is an extremely important songwriter when it comes to 
American music and needs to be paid attention to. There will be a lot of editing in the intro of this episode, I can see. Yeah, this song needs to be dealt with. Yeah, because as good as he is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh god every yeah. time i say those words now it makes me want to just we're gonna, and... we're gonna have an exorcism when we leave here <laughs> uh as good as he is with songs like i can't live if living is without you and so much other stuff that he did there is this yeah and um, what's do you have a favorite nilson song oh i don't know i'm gonna go into it right now i have one and i'll just tell you people go uh, you people you people i'll tell you folks go out and listen to it now it's called think about your troubles it is a Fucking beautiful song. He's got so many amazing songs. It is an he unbelievably is, beautiful song. In in music in music channels, he is very well known for being an amazing sound, songwriter. Yes. Um. But then there's this, and then like I said, this. it's it's partially the schlocky lyrics, but it's also very it, much the what happens in the song that you may have never paid attention to. Yeah, it's another one of those. So go listen to the Pina Colada song by by Harry Nielsen and uh, listen to that two or three times maybe. Yeah. Doctor's Orders. Creep Factor in As Good As I Once Was. Uh, I think before uh, I had said that it was pretty low of around a 3.5, but I suddenly got jacked up on this one. I'm going to go five even. Five even sounds pretty good. I'd maybe go a little... um, uh, maybe uh, I could go plus or minus point five. Yeah, I could go four point five to five point five. Just yeah. the 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 twin sisters. I just can't shake that feeling. It is, and I'm going to say five, five. Shitty friend Dave. Yeah, he should have taken a different approach to that. That I think you know. Yeah, he should have just had sex with the twins, him and Dave, and split and not fought. Yeah, <laughs> not fought. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so go listen, go listen to Harry Nilsson, and we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics to go pod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week.